We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. He leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie do? Soccer is going to explode and it's going to be around this kid. We were the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. Harden spins it to throw great defense by the rookie out of Arizona State. Another ferocious slam by Alvin For the lead, Gilgis Alexander got it. The Thunder lead by one. Jacob, I'm loving this new this new pre or I guess this new uh, post game intro. Pretty impressive. Pre pre pod post game intro. Pre pod pre season post game. <laughs> there intro. you go. It's a lot of peas. Good stuff. It's a, it's a good uh, one, man. <laughs> it is. It is. It was fun. We uh, we kind of got to go through and, and search them together and and find a fun beat and uh, and and you put it together. Great stuff. So uh, everybody, welcome to the uncontested live stream. This will be posted as a podcast as well. Um, this is the last. I guess post game preseason game or pre preseason post game podcast um, of the preseason as we're about to jump into the actual regular season here in less than a week, which is really exciting. Uh, I can't wait to get back into it. Um, the Chicago Bulls end up being the Oklahoma City Thunder, one hundred five to one hundred three, and a just you know they they come back from twenty points. 
just absolutely heartbreaking, right? But <laughs> there still is quite a bit to talk about here in this preseason game. First and foremost, we are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of Boomtown Hoops. And we have some great sponsors that we will uh, talk about here later in the podcast. But thank you guys for joining in, whether you're on the live stream or whether you'll be tuning in uh, to the post-game podcast or and podcast form here uh, later on. And like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I am joined by Jacob, who decided to join me. I'm very happy he, he's going to be able to play live sounders. You guys don't have to listen to me just talk and then on the live stream and then me go in like try and add uh, add sounders in later. I got you. I got you. you got man. Me. That's right. That is right. Um, Jacob, overall, this is a pretty fun game. Um, there was some fun, <laughs> a fun preseason game, uh, as fun as preseason preseason games can actually be like i mentioned uh the bulls ended up winning this game 105 to 103 but for the most part the thunder were absolutely in control until they just put in like their uh their starting lineup for the okc blue for the last part of the fourth quarter yeah we uh there in the fourth quarter we definitely got to see um the guys that are competing to try to not get cut absolutely it was like a tryout yeah, there's there was three. There are gonna be three cuts coming up here pretty soon. Uh, these were the guys that were competing to not get cut, um, but we did see the starters into the third quarter, which was exciting. Uh, no sure. tail Maladon, Maladone, 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 no tail, no tail Maladone tonight. So that was a little upsetting, but we got the full Poku experience, which was we did a lot of fun man. to get into. You mentioned it, Jacob, but I I, I can't help but mention. Um, that that like last last quarter last quarter and like four minutes of the, the third quarter when like you mentioned some of those guys like uh, Kendrick Williams and uh, even Homie for that matter come in and Homie's running the point. It reminded me, and I granted I went to a pretty big high school, uh, one of the bigger high schools in Oklahoma. At, at that point, we were um, up there in six A, but it reminded me of high school basketball tryouts where you have the kids who have already technically quote unquote made the team. Right. And there's yeah. kind of doing nothing. And then you have the guys who like are just going out there and have never played like rec, like a uh, recreational basketball in their entire life, <laughs> but they're going out there just That's- throwing up shots every time they touch the ball. That was kind of the fourth quarter of the, uh, the this OKC Thunder game. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was a little bit ugly at the end, but getting to see what I think you and I both project the starting lineup and opening night to be getting to True. see that unit play extended minutes, uh, getting to see what we assume is going to be majority of the bench unit come in and play. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff for us to break down on this one. So I'm pretty excited. Me too. Me too. I, I, even more so, I think, than the the last couple of, of preseason games, because like you mentioned, Jacob, um, there was an actual lineup that played for the first, you know, two and three quarters of the, the third quarter. Uh, so that was good to see. We have somebody here on YouTube asking us what happened with Ty Jerome. Um, Ty Jerome, um, Josh Hall um, did not play. They're still gearing up, according to Coach Dagnall. And then, um, like Jacob mentioned earlier in the podcast, Teo also was out tonight just because of rest, because he had played quite a few minutes in those first couple of preseason games, which is understandable. And um, again, they have a lot of guys that they're trying to decide who's going to make the roster, who's I gonna, think, who they're going to cut, yeah. etc. So I think that's a great point. Teo was made the cut. He made the cut. So, Jacob, when I do these post game podcasts, and again, I, I wasn't expecting you coming on, so I'm really excited you're here. Um, but I broke it down to positives and negatives just because that's kind of the, one of the easiest things to do, and also just kind of a fun way to break a post game down. So, you know me, I'm a positive person, and you are as well. 
I always Ugh. like to start with the negatives and uh, and start with the positives. Hopefully, I can wake you up here. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> hey, I'm on Christmas break now, buddy. Yeah, that. I, hey, I am too. I uh, I'm hey. on my own Christmas break. I'm taking some PTO, and I'm uh, very go. happy about it. Very ready to watch some Thunder basketball over the next couple of weeks. But Definitely. first and foremost, my first negative. You already touched on it. We don't have to dive into it, but no Teo. I was kind of excited because Taylor would yeah. have had a little more of a role uh, this go around, especially in like that third quarter, for example, before yeah. uh, before Dagnall just cleared the entire bench. Yeah, um, it was, it's hard to not see Teo. I think we're going to see him Wednesday night and game number one agreed. against the Houston Rockets. So Absolutely. I think he's going to be in the rotation. I don't think there's any question about it. I mean, he played. He he basically was like the sole um, ball handler for those quote unquote like you know, OKC blue minutes there at the, the past couple of or the first two preseason games. So it makes sense that they would want to rest Teo uh, tonight and, and give him a little rest before jumping into the regular season next week. Um, but my first actual negative, Jacob, is somebody I think that we can agree on here. Hamadou Diallo. And don't get me wrong. Homie has whoa, your good guy. Stats. I know your guy. Whoa, Hamadou whoa, whoa, Diallo whoa, whoa, a negative. Whoa. whoa. I, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Do I have my guy? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shannon Sharp. Oh, I don't think I have it anymore. Oh, the the Shannon Sharp. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that that's what just happened that there. No huh? That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. I got that one still. <laughs> uh, so uh, my beloved homie, um, he he kind of broke my heart a little bit last year um, as I realized that he was not developing as a player as much as he was just gaining strength and. Um, some ability around the rim that seems to continue to be the case. You know, I, I kind of compared this to a high school basketball tryout at the beginning of the podcast, Jacob um, and Hami's case. He definitely has a roster spot, but he very much during this entire postseason, uh, or sorry, preseason <laughs> that, that continued into tonight. It very much seemed like he was a guy who was trying to compete for, um, for playing time and for a, whether a starting spot or a six man spot, whatever it may be. Hami is definitely struggling just because he's trying to make way too much happen. I, I think he's going to get a lot of playing time this year, but we talked about it during the game, Taylor and texting and, and, and the uncontested slack. Hami makes poor decisions, very poor decisions on the basketball court. Yep. His athleticism, the NBA is maybe the most athletic league, uh, athletic sports league in the world. Right, I, I think you could probably make an argument for that. Right, and Hami is one of the top three percent athletes in the NBA. He is, as as far as human beings are concerned, Hami is in the 99th percentile as far as <laughs> athleticism. Right, that man should be in the Olympics right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that, there is no doubt that he is one of the most athletic guys uh, in the world. Yep. He hustles hard. He busts his ass. High energy. He's a hard worker. A lot of things to really like about Hamadou Diallo. But his basketball IQ and his decision-making is just poor. I mean, there's exactly. nothing against the guy. Some people have it. Some people don't. He's a good high-energy guy that can get you rebounds and, and work his ass off. And he's developed into a pretty good defender. But offensively, he just makes bad decisions. Like, there was a play tonight where he drove into, like, a three-on-one it's like 16 seconds left on the shot clock and threw up uh, like a floater with his offhand. And it's like, man, especially with this team, you have to find the best available shot on the court. You have to work the ball and find the best shot. A Hamadou Diallo three-on-one offhanded floater with 16 seconds left on the shot clock is not the best shot that's available. Right. We talk right. about guys like, uh, you know, Teo Mal Maladone, who is a extremely young 
um, but has a very high basketball IQ. Uh, we've talked about Chris Paul, obviously, a lot over the the last year's um, team, and uh, just guys with high basketball IQs. Homie is the complete opposite of that. He mm-hmm. is a guy just with, ext- like you mentioned, extreme athleticism, um, but just does not see the floor well at all. And that it was very click. apparent. And, right, exactly. Exactly. And um, I, I think they keep hoping that maybe he'll be able to develop that, but I just, I don't see it, Jacob. I mean, he even ran the point a little bit tonight with Teo out. I don't think we'll see that very much at all this season, unless there's injuries um, or unless there's major trades or something of that nature. But even with that being said, um, I'm pretty no, I, well I, on Tommy as well. I mean, he does some, like you said, he, he has flashes because he's so athletic. Like yeah. he had a, a terrible, um, a terrible drive to the rim where he threw up some wild layup with like two defenders on him. He misses it, but he's so athletic that he jumped right back. And this is during the third quarter. He jumps yeah, right back, gets a put back and puts so it back. Fast. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't think he'll run point, but we've seen in these three preseason games, they are very much adopting the idea of whoever gets the ball off the rim, go take it and run, which right. I love. It doesn't matter if it's Hami, if it's Shea, if it's Bays, if it's Teo, if it's George Hill, uh, hell, it even Poku. if it's Al Horford or Poku, right. they're taking off the rim and they're running. We saw both of them tonight, and I love and, that. I love their yeah. implementation. I, I, Actually, so I think you will see Homie bring the ball up in that sense, that they're trying to get the ball up the floor and get into their offense as quick as possible. I agree there. I agree there. Um, their offense, to- not, not, not to get too far off base here, their offense runs a lot of dribble handoffs, DHOs, more than I remember. I don't like that. <laughs> I yeah. don't like that at all. That, it, it, uh, it's a, a ton of DHOs, which is interesting. It's it's a new wrinkle, um, but that that's something a little bit new. You don't want a lot of those, though. It, yeah. It's okay to have a couple of those wrinkles, but I don't think you want that to be a frequent part of your offense. You want to be moving the ball. Um, yeah. Now, to that next point, I have a guy who kind of has been playing a little similarly. Um, somebody who I think probably could benefit from getting some some legs under him, um, somebody who didn't really have the full training camp to dive into the season, uh, Lou Dort. Jacob, yeah. he also is struggling right now. He's struggling driving to the rim. His shot is not looking great, except for that one three-pointer that he made today. Uh, and even his defense, he looks a step slow there as well, in my opinion. So I'm curious your thoughts on Lou Dort. It just kind of seems like a guy who, like I said, you know, he, he went – into the postseason, had just a little bit of time off. Uh, he had to miss a lot of training camp, a shortened training camp, because uh, we're assuming COVID that's never been confirmed. And then he's just kind of being thrown out there right now. He, he's still trying to get his legs under him again. I, I Yeah, I think that's exactly. I think it's going to take him a little bit. Five points tonight, three rebounds, three assists, one of four from the field, one of three from three. Uh, I think you're going to have to give him a little bit of time. I think defensively, he's going to be fine. I think offensively, it's just – he's going to be one of these guys that's just going to take a little bit of time. Um, you know, again, he's still a second year player. He came in as a two way guy. Uh, his offensive game isn't polished. And I don't think it's going to be polished for a few years. So true. That is what it is. No, I, I agree completely. I think that's a good point. And uh, one thing that did disappoint me just a little bit um, through the preseason with Lou, is just like you said, his shot. It hasn't changed at all since the bubble. It's the same exact shot. And you can tell almost every single time that he releases the ball, whether it's going to go in or not, if he has time to get his feet set and it has that, that full follow through and he has that rainbow arch, it's pretty much going to go in. Um, but when he's pressured, when he has a defender on him and he just kind of shoots like one of those line drives, um, not so great. Yeah. <laughs> so the last negative that I have here is something you and I actually talked about quite a bit in the Slack Baisley's finishing around the rim. I thought Baisley overall was probably a positive. We'll get into him. But finishing around the rim and uh, 
Also, he disappeared after subbing out in the third quarter. I don't know what to think about that. Um, Nick kind of kept us updated there, but what are your thoughts on Baisley? Yeah, I, I mentioned to you guys, he struggles. Last year, he struggled finishing at the rim. He was like, he was not good finishing at the rim last year at all. Uh, I will give him credit. Holy shit, he finished one at the rim. My yeah. God. He's just who, who was it? Russell Westbrook. Was it Chandler Hutchinson? He got? Back. I, I think so. God, he caught a body. He, that was impressive. Man, that, I, did not know he, I, I did not know he had that in him. That was that was impressive. Besides that, though, uh, Nick had had sent it to us, and I said, you know, it's already in the scouting report. Um, Baisley, jab step, jab step, spin <laughs> to the right, go to the rim. With a um, strong hand. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's already done it multiple times. You know that's already in the scouting report for him. He's getting to the rim. He's just not finishing. I think Horford had a quote post game uh, about that, that he he's did. really good at getting to the rim. Uh, he just needs to, to finish when he gets there. And he I said think that's it'll the, come. He was confident that, it, yeah. that he would be able the, to finish. The jumper looks great. Uh, he needs to finish, though. Uh, I mean, this is like a no-shit comment, but I mentioned this to you earlier. The difference between... Baisley being a three and D wing and being something more is his ability to finish at the basket. We know he can play make a little bit. We know he can handle a little bit. Being able to finish at the basket is what's going to unlock his game and take his ceiling like from here up a few notches. Absolutely. So, uh, hopefully he can continue to develop that. So that's a perfect transition. And uh, sorry, Jacob, I, I'm used to our, our weekly podcast and our, our uh, post-game podcast here and so i'm taking this a little long so we'll speed this no, up that's all right but it's a good transition well, before, here into the positive yeah, before before we do positives though do we want to uh tell our listeners uh who's paying our bills let's do it do you have the music and i, I will got, I, tell them all right here we go about our friends over at indeed 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account anytime. Also, there are no long-term contracts and now indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates who resumes on indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job making indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do 73 percent of online job seekers in the u.s visiting indeed each month according to comscore total visits so it's clear indeed can help you get the quality hire you need that's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use indeed for hiring Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer is valid through December 31st and terms and conditions apply. You know so what? Jacob, I, I bet. Uh, I bet Jerry West used Indeed.com to uh, to hire <laughs> that guy to help him get Kawhi Leonard. Hey, you know that's uh that's exactly right. And uh, there'll probably be a lot of teams using Indeed to to find some players that get waived after this week. There you go. There you go. However, you mentioned Baisley, 
And that is one of my positives. A basically shot, like you mentioned, looked incredible, uh, or I should say incredible, but it looked really nice. And then his confidence driving to the rim, his ball handling, um, his decision-making there, I thought was really impressive. And it's kind of like Al Horford said in his, his post-game, or his post-game podcast, his, um, his press availability, I think when I think eventually, as Basley gets more and more comfortable driving to the rim, as he does it more and more, he's going to be able to make those shots. He's going to be able to finish around the rim. And like you mentioned, Jacob, it's kind of his last step um, before he really takes it to a whole new level. And that's really exciting for me. I, I really like what I've seen from Basley from the bubble, or sorry, from last season to the bubble, and then from the bubble to now. Yeah, uh, hopefully he can he can start to finish more consistently. Uh, only four of twelve from the field tonight, but two of four from three. Uh, he stuffed the sh- stat sheet. 10 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, a block. Uh, I mean, he he played a really fine game. He looked really good. The rebounding uh, really sticks out yeah, to me as well. The, the, the rebounding. able to rebound like that is huge. Two, not not to get us off topic here, two guys whose rebounding really impressed me tonight, Darius Baisley and Alexei Pokushevsky. Yeah, I was going to mention Poku also. Hey, yeah. hey, let's go ahead. I actually have him as a positive. Um, I had a couple others before that, but let's go ahead and jump into Poku. Let's I thought do he it. played a great game. I, like, I know you love Poku. Um, I love his rebounding, like you sauce, said. Taylor. He does. He did. Look, it's going to be a roller coaster of a ride with Poku this season, but that's exactly what he needs. And hey. I love throwing him out in the fire. Um, he's going to, th- to show flashes like this. And like, the, and what was interesting to me, Jacob, or not interesting, what stood out the most to me is that he had his best quarter when he was playing against actual NBA players yeah. and playing with actual NBA players, yeah. not playing with the OKC blue guys here, you know, doing their tryouts hey. in the fourth. That one man fast break with the left hand behind the back, the back and then the scoop. Woo! He has, he has skills. Hey, I mean, they played him and, and put it in that, a spoon. They played him at the small four for the basically the entire game. And put I put it in that. a spoon, cook it up, and inject it straight into my veins, <laughs> Taylor. I am ready. I think that's illegal. Hey. <laughs> I I'll, I'll take the Poku injection along with my COVID injection. All That's right. right. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Suck it. COVID uh, that uh, lineup of, I think it was, it was Shea, Shea. Dort, Poku, Baisley Horford. And I loved Ooh, every girl. single second of it. Oh it was my incredible. goodness. I had a blast with that lineup. Me too. Hey. Just imagine Mobley next season. Hey, with the number two overall pick, we're I not, we're not doing, not we're not doing get Roman ads. All right. <laughs> fair, they, enough, uh, fair enough. Poku, Poku ends the night, 12 points, 13 rebounds and assist two steals Did have three turnovers, uh, four of 10 from the field, two of six from three. My guy is not shy. He is not shy. He is Ask not shy. God. He loves to have the ball in his hands. And like you said, it's going to be he, an experience right yeah. after he had the behind the back to, to skirt the defender. Um, he, he immediately then like was dribbling the ball and just got straight ripped because his dribble, even if he keeps it at his waist is going up like seven goddamn feet, you know, <laughs> cause he's so tall. Guard yeah. yeah, exactly. Or height, um, yeah. So, but the skill, the versatility Again, the youngest player in the league. Give him some time. And he's doing Let this him against actual NBA players. He's not doing this in the fourth quarter of garbage Exactly. Time. Let him get experience. He's going to develop, man. Like, the jump shot is real. I think the, the rebounding is real. real. 
I he, mentioned I him being impressed with his defense, even though he's not quick uh, in terms of uh, being able to move in, from a lateral standpoint, uh, being able to stay vertical, like you've mentioned before, Jacob, and his shot blocking uh, ability and his timing has been really impressive to me. And just that length is going to help him so much, whether well, he's quick or not. Hell, whenever he's guarding at the three point line, it's not like he's got to close out on a defender. He just puts his hands straight up. Yeah, yeah. you put your hands up and stand six feet behind the guy or in front of the guy, and you're good. <laughs> you know. Um, his passing, I think, is really good. Like, it, he has great IQ and vision, something we mentioned earlier in the podcast. It's a little sloppy right now because he was able to make those passes when he was playing in the Grease B League, right? Exactly. So, those behind the back BS, like, he's not Lonzo Ball right now, but he had he the, knows to make those passes. He just has the, to get crisper yeah. at them because those aren't going to fly in the, in the NBA. I, I think you put, hit the nail on the head there. The talent is there. The skill is there. The vision it's is there. It's just going to take a little bit to refine that ooh, stuff. Ooh, we have some breaking news on the podcast, Jacob. The Thunder Uh-oh. announced that they have weighed TJ Leaf and Admiral Schofield. Oh, wow. Who's reporting Man, that? Where did I that miss is that? Oh. Uh, Mark, Mark Stein. Uh, I, did not expect, I did not expect uh, Leaf. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Pause. Did Keith have it first? Oh, Keith maybe had it first. Our guy Keith Smith. I don't know, but I did not expect them to waive TJ Leaf. I did expect Admiral Schofield. Uh, actually, post game in the Slack, I asked you guys who is now our projected three to get cut. Um, I said Roby, um, Kenrich Williams, yep. and Schofield. So Schofield was one. Uh, I did not expect TJ Leaf. Leaf. So, so that's he- surprising. And we have some questions about that. I guess I, we'll get into that here soon. Just um, we'll talk a lot about uh, Pokushevsky on the on our pre, I guess our our last our preview group pod, yeah. yeah, our season yeah. preview this Sunday. The other pauses I've had here was Al Horford. I mean, it's an obvious one. He looks great. The George Hill Horford pick and roll and just their basketball IQ, having them on the floor, just changed the entire dynamic of the entire uh, starting five. And I think that's the starting five we're going to see up until those guys are traded. And then Shay, his strength, hey. confidence, setting others up in defense. So uh, um, pick where you want to start. <laughs> okay, let, let, let's dive into Horford real quick. Six of nine, four of five from three, 17 points, eight rebounds. The three He's good. Awesome. Oh, yeah. He was good. He was in a bad situation. Or I shouldn't say situation. A bad system for Somebody's him. Somebody's going to trade for him. Easily. Same for George he, Hill. He is good. Um, are you going to get a ton of value for him? No. Somebody will trade for him. He is a good basketball player. Uh, let's tie that into Shea. They already have a sick two-man game. Shea loves coming off that screen and popping it out to Al for three. Uh, I, I mentioned to you during the game, Shea is finding open three-point shooters constantly. They're maybe not making the shot, but he's setting guys up over and over and over again. Uh, I think Shea's going to have a big assist year this year. Uh, he he's coming off those screens, surveying the floor and and really just picking it apart and doing a really good job at it. I'm really excited for what I've seen from Shea uh, tonight. Agreed. 14 points, five assists, uh, a rebound, a steal, a block. Like you uh, mentioned he, in your post game here um, a couple nights ago, he just looks so much bigger and stronger. Um, mm-hmm. And just the, the vision is something else that you mentioned that I really, I really thought you were spot on there. It's just, you know, he's making the right passes. He's making the right plays. Just his finishing through contract is, if, through contact is really exciting. What worries me a little bit is the shooting. It's still not quite there, but that's something. I mean, if you're, I, small if you're playing like he is, exactly, exactly. Small sample size. Exactly. 
Uh, his per 36 in the preseason, 22 and a half points, uh, 5.6 rebounds, 6.5 assists, two steals, and a block a game. And I love it's that because what you tweeted out, you actually tweeted something out earlier, Jacob. Uh, ESPN projects SGA to average 22.8 points, 6.2 rebounds, and 5.7 assists this season. Well, he's done that, like you said, in a very small sample size, but he's with limited playing time because he's only playing like either a half of a game or, you know, less. He already has met those thresholds. So that's uh, well, outside the points. So that's that's pretty exciting. Agreed. Agreed. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm still or kind per of 36, I guess. I know. I know. Hi, I'm yeah. doing the same thing. <laughs> per 36, he has met those thresholds. We yes, are yes. a little distracted because of the wavings. Um, exactly. So I have some preseason takeaways, you know, Teo can play. I think he's, he's going to be a big part of this team moving forward, a big part of this organization moving forward. I should say, cause I think that will extend beyond this, beyond this season. Um, Poku will be a roller coaster, but he will be one worth seeing all the way through something that we mentioned earlier. Shane Baisley look great to take leaps. They look great to take the, uh, the next steps and then maybe even more than just the next step. Horford looks great. Dort needs to get his legs back under him. Uh, and then here is where we get into waivers. I have, I had Kenrick Williams, Isaiah Roby, and one of Schofield, Leaf, Miller will be cut by tomorrow. Well, Schofield and Leaf were just announced, Jacob. So is it Roby or is it Williams? I feel like those are the two. They both played a lot, which is surprising. What if they surprise? It's not surprising because they're trying to see who the, what they got. Oh, that yeah. Would, yeah, that's a good point. You know, uh, I use contract money. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's it's a lot money. of money to pay a guy to not play for you. You know. Well, it, you can throw that into a trade too, and yeah. uh, I, I exactly. think they like that contract. It, it, uh-huh. Um, you might not even see the floor for OKC if he's. I think it's more likely injury. to be Kenrich Williams, and I'm gonna hope it's Kenrich Williams because I Me hate that too. damn haircut. <laughs> You have that hair, hair cut, but just like he just he, he was homming out there, but just like almost less athletic and skilled, just trying yeah. to do way too much and looked like a tryout every single time he was on the floor. And it just wasn't a great look. Um, he did some good things for the Pelicans last season. You know, I, I watched yeah. him. I know who he is, but but I mean, I, really, I, I, at I the end of the day, whichever one, it doesn't really matter. It, and that's it. No. That's a great in point. the grand scheme of things. It doesn't matter. That's a great point. They'll probably keep Roby just because they can play him at the five, and they only have two technical fives on the team right now. Hey, <laughs> speaking of, Mike Muscala played well on both ends of the court. That I, I didn't even add him as a positive. I felt bad I didn't. I, he I blocked some shots. He's he looked great. He, he had some steals. My man's got a strap. He's just pouring in points. I'm happy for him, too. I hope he yeah. continues to have a good season, and shoot, maybe he gets traded to a contender to be able to earn, not even a playoff team, or, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I'm excited for Muskie. I think he, you're exactly right. He's had a really good preseason. Um, he's been, he's nice to have for this team as well. Um, his Definitely. professionalism has been awesome. So we have a couple Twitter or not a couple. We have quite a few Twitter questions. We'll try and yeah, get I was about quickly. To say, let's hit, let's hit Twitter and stream questions real quick before we get out of here. Perfect. So the first we have here is Greg Stevens. He asks the obvious question who gets cut tomorrow, Jacob. He says, Williams, Admiral and Miller. And we just kind of talked about this. Um, so we have two already and we think Williams will probably be that third one. Um, yeah, I, I think Williams is going to be the third one as well. I'm just thinking about this. They announced That's these, cheap. these waves like immediately after this game. Can you imagine? Like I bet Sam Presti was waiting in the locker room and as soon as leaf and Schofield got out of the shower, he was like, Hey, <laughs> sorry. 
you're fired. You're, you're out of here. Well, they traded for Leaf, and they seemed really excited about him. Yeah, they also they, got they gave up for him though. So yeah, true, true. That's a good point. Uh, they they gave up um, Lequeux for him, and I was kind of excited mm-hmm. about Jalen Lequeux. But anyways, um, hey, before you, you move on to the next question, can we just take a real quick minute uh, and acknowledge? both the Horford and Poku reactions to Baisley's dunk. Oh my gosh. Those are, I made a gif based off the video of Poku and I'm going to use it all season. I'm so it's, excited. Uh, yes. It, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Jonathan SN uh, on YouTube brings up a really good point here. He says, don't be surprised if four get cut because Presti does like that open roster spot. That is that's true. a really, that's a really good point. Uh, but this is a different season than usual where we've been a contender for a long time. And, uh, Presti likes that flexibility for a contender team, but still a really good point And, um, mm-hmm. something to keep in mind. And you can always cut somebody later on down the line. So we have a lot of questions about final roster predict predictions. Um, brand, uh, follower of the pod. She asked a lot of questions. She's awesome. Um, mentioned George Hill and Horford being too good. Get rid of them or trade, trade them. Um, because they're, they're good. I think there'll um, be a market for them. I don't think they'll end the season with OKC. Agreed. Agreed. They'll, they'll hold on to him for a while uh, and it'll be beneficial, but yeah, they'll, they'll get value for him. So here's a couple of good ones. Eli versus the world ask any concerns about Lou George jump shot or should we blame it on the weightlifting? <laughs> yeah. Um, dude's biceps are too big and, and it's affecting his jump shot. No, it happens it, to the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> bro i haven't shot a basketball in so long taylor its arms are the size of a basketball let me tell you <laughs> something taylor teachers got moved up on the vaccine list that's your, right your boys, your boys getting injected fairly soon that's what i like to hear the two things i'm doing as soon as i get that second injection wait number one going to the mexican restaurant <laughs> because i haven't been to got the free chips and queso and, and tortillas in forever number two <laughs> Your boy's playing some pickup hoops. It's going to be ugly as shit, but I'm going to get some running. So you use me from a COVID standpoint. Okay, fair, fair. I thought you meant like I'm going to use those superpowers to go and like crank oh, some, no. some iron and hey, pump some iron. Funny, funny story real quick. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally legal here because I'm not going to say any names. Uh, I was joking <laughs> with my high school students uh, and I said, hey, teachers got moved up on the COVID list. Next time you guys see me after break, I might have like a third arm from, from getting the COVID injection <laughs> and this girl, really sweet girl, um, didn't mean anything wrong by it was just trying to like oh, no. the conversation said, you might grow a third leg. <laughs> Did, she didn't get it. The whole class. She was had no up. idea. <laughs> no clue what the third leg is. Listen here, sweetheart. It'd be a fourth leg. <laughs> <laughs> I just smiled at her. And I said, maybe. I might, I might actually, maybe yes. that is hilarious. Poor I kid. love it. Oh, poor, man, kid. poor kid. Let's see. I had, here we go. Um, any word on when Ariza joins the team or are they looking to move him in a trade? That is from our friend Topher. Yeah. Uh, Connor McCutcheon, uh, from Periscope kind of asked the same question. What happens with there Ariza? I don't think Ariza is reporting to Oklahoma city. I think Ariza Agreed. is 100% a, a um, oh, why am I forgetting? Uh, Iggy, Andre Guadala situation. He's not going to report to the team until he gets traded to a contender. Uh, he's got other things he can focus on right now. Uh, he doesn't want to play here. I don't think the Thunder are too awfully upset with that. Less Ariza means more Baisley and Poku. 
So I want to shout out uh, two more questions really quick. And this isn't something we'll probably answer because we'll probably answer these here um, in later podcasts earlier than we usually would because of the, the state of the team this season. But Extreme Thunder fans asked about the top target in the draft and DTU at DTU RW3. Does OKC draft still or does OKC still draft a point guard this draft if they can't get Cade? Those are things that we'll dive into as a as, as we start to watch more and more college hoops. Uh, but on a posting yeah. podcast, we're going to save those for a bigger podcast. But we love those questions and we will answer those. So thank you guys for sending those in. Yeah. One last one here uh, on the l- stream. L- let me let me throw oh. something in there on that real quick. Cool. You just take the best player you can possibly get at at, at regardless the of position. position. Yeah. Uh, before we right. get to the next Twitter question, real quick. Um, at uh, Talas Bonificio. That was the last oh, one I was going to mention. Um, the, oh, okay. The stream awesome. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from Brazil. From Brazil. Shout out Brazil, bro. Super awesome. I heard your president thinks that uh, the COVID vaccine is going to turn us into alligators. <laughs> I did, did you see that? that? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said it'll turn you into an alligator. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. I'm, dude, I'm going to fucking eat everything. <laughs> if I'm an alligator, I'm just going to annihilate stuff. No, that's right. That's really funny. First podcast uh, with an alligator host. You better get ready, Taylor. <laughs> gonna like it, it gonna be the guy from uh, what is it? Uh, Suicide Squad. Anyways, shout out to Brazil. Our shout president, out to Brazil. Our president is the president worst, worst ever. ever. But Taos bro, bro, is awesome. The United States says, "Hold my beer." Yeah, it, no kidding. That's right. All right, <laughs> we got to stop getting political. Let's talk basketball here. Oh, so uh, our friend from Brazil says, "Guys, what do you think?" will be Horford's trade value by the end of the year? It's a good question, especially yeah, after he's looked in the preseason. Um, I don't think you're going to get much. I think you're going to get equal salary uh, and maybe like a, a heavily protected first-round pick or a second-round pick. Um, but if you can get maybe shorter salary but broken up into smaller contracts, Horford makes what, like close to 30 mil? Mm-hmm. So if you can take that and break it up into like two 15 mil players, Right, uh, something like that, right. to where you you get multiple On players shorter contracts, smaller, shorter contracts, and smaller total money for those players. Um, I I think that is palatable for the Thunder. I you've already got the asset for Al Horford because you got it when you traded for him. You got that Philly pick, right? Right. So now when you trade him away, you don't necessarily have to get another asset. I think the benefit of trading Horford is you lose games and you improve your own pick selection. I think that's a, that's a really good point. Um, it's just a matter of finding the right deal for him. Uh, kind of like the Harden situation, but on a much, much, much lesser scale. Um, you're, you don't mind holding on to him for as long as you need to, but when the right deal comes along, you'll you'll pull the trigger. And I think you're exactly right, Jacob. It's a matter of contracts at this point with all the assets that OKC has. They aren't trying to extract like a – first rounder out of him unless he's having like a all-star caliber season come trade deadline uh march 25th i believe now is what oh they yeah on. He, uh he brings up a good point trade him to the celtics who have the massive tpe Ooh. don't have to bring anything back and they need now horford that'd be a great great fit i like that a lot yeah like that makes, a lot, i don't know if he wants to go back to boston i think the thunder would work with al to get him where he wants to go uh but that makes a lot of sense to me it really I does like that. I like it makes a, a ton of sense to me actually he would be perfect back in Boston. Um, so, hey, maybe. Uh, Taylor, any more Twitter questions, stream questions, anything? I don't think so. I think that's a, probably a good place place to stop. Um, 
really appreciate you guys sending those in. You guys always send us really good questions and doing these streams. We get some great questions as well. So thank you guys for doing that and uh, interacting with us. Makes a lot of fun. Here, Taylor, I have a question for you before we leave. Ready. When we wake up Christmas morning, is Is James James Harden Harden still on the Rockets? Yeah, is he on a different team? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He's on a different team. By 2021, is he on a different team? I mean, I, I agree with Justin that he was going to stick the season out uh, with Houston. Ooh, yeah, yeah, there. I forgot. I, I, I got him traded by 2021. This, I know, I know. And and you after know. that recent news in between our podcasts and now um, from Woj and, and Shams, uh, I, you're you're probably right. But, right. you know. We'll see. We'll it's going to be, be fascinating. All right, Taylor, take us home. Thank you guys again for listening to our post-game podcast, the last preseason game post game podcast uh, before we dive into the regular season we're super excited about that we will have you guys covered come wednesday for the season opener against the houston rockets this coming wednesday so be sure just to tune in there'll probably be a couple of us on that one uh, we'll be excited to cover that stay tuned be sure to follow us at the at the underscore uncontested uh, we will have you guys covered there as well during the games and even in between we had our guy crane nba Nick Crane falling, or I guess uh, covering the game tonight. So uh, he'll be doing that throughout the season. Be sure to give him a follow as well. Follow Jacob at Jacob Niffen. That's K-N-I-F-F-E-N. Follow me at Taylor underscore P15. And until next Wednesday, thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.